Welcome back to another episode of One of Us Has to Be Right in the Morning. In the morning. We're going to be a little groggy here. Um, yeah, sorry we haven't gotten to you in the last two weeks. Maybe expect us every other week. Keep the uh, keep the push notifications on. Life has been crazy. But life hasn't been too crazy in the world of sports. I mean, the finals yeah. happened. We know that. But, um, Josh, scary good, scary bad. Let's yeah, hear. my scary good right now is the Philadelphia Phillies. So they're they're eight and two in their last ten, but that was after they went on an insane winning streak, all spurned on by the fact that they fired their manager Joe Girardi, which mm-hmm. all the Yankees fans understand. Me as <laughs> me as a, a Tigers fan who wanted Girardi before he signed, before we got Ron Garden hire. Um, now we have uh, AJ Hinch. It's all good, but Rob Thompson yeah. comes in. They're calling him Philly Rob. Every single player, uh, fan, media personality is loving Rob Thompson. They're loving the Phillies right now, and unfortunately for John, Phillies are thirty-five and thirty-one, just behind the Braves Uh-oh. in the NL East. Of course, the Braves are Creeping Braves up. have won fourteen in June, fourteen straight yeah. in June. They're fourteen and zero in June. Yeah, that's um, crazy. So, it's, it's absolutely nuts for the Phillies right now. But then, of course, the Mets. The Mets. Gotta love the Mets, baby. Uh, 43 mm. and 23 um, for the Mets. Uh, so, they are... Without their starters. Yeah, right. So, they are eight I mean, games... They are eight games ahead of the uh, the Phillies right now. But the Phillies and Braves, that's, that's probably the most fun division. Just those three teams, because we all know that other than the Marlins starting pitching, um, and then other than Juan Soto, the Nationals just suck. So um, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's my scary good. My scary bad, and this has been scary bad for like a year and a half now, uh, but I think it just keeps okay. getting worse. Um, obviously, it's it's been a while since we've, we've talked. Uh, since the last pod, uh, the investigations came out about Deshaun. Uh, saying no. <laughs> that he met, quote-unquote, a minimum of 66 different women for massages over 17 months, which is... He's got to go to horny which jail. Is bonk, um, <laughs> which is approximately 3.88 women a week. Or, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, a month. 3.88 women a month. And, and But here's the thing. Is that that's not saying how many times he's met individually with them. That's just saying how many different women he's met. Yeah. Which makes me also think. That's crazy. How are there that many massage therapists in the greater Houston metro area? I think I just have. You know, you know, he's driving like two hours. Yeah, I just have like this mental picture. Like I don't think that my mind can fully comprehend the amount of massage therapists just in one area. Like I think it's. I thought. I thought it was such like a niche thing, but like then you think like different. Like massage, bar, especially like an area like Houston, like that's also just a major metro area. Um, but yeah, long story short, Deshaun Watson is is down bad. And on top of that, uh, you sent me something this morning that said that the NFL is looking for a quote unquote significant suspension for Deshaun. Which yeah, the Browns are only what like two hundred and seventy million in dead yeah, cap if they release. Two, yeah, they're two thirty <laughs> guaranteed money if they they let him go. So. I'm, I mean, obviously it's a little concerning. I think the bigger question mark is now that there are official reports that the Carolina Panthers are, believe it or not, interested in acquiring Baker Mayfield despite the Let's draft go. of Matt Corral. 
Um, obviously, the Seahawks are still kind of a sleeper name. I low-key want him on the Lions. Um, in a, Ooh. I thought I, I liked that. After looking a little bit deeper into it, Golf did have a great last four games the last year. Um, and I was I was mm-hmm. riding the Jared Goff train heavy. Um, but the question is always going to be there about Baker Mayfield. Then, of course, their backup behind that is Jacoby Brissett, which he's not bad. He's not bad. As far as a backup goes, yeah. He's yeah. not going to win the Super Bowl with Jacoby Brissett. Um, I don't think you're going to win it with Jared Goff either, unfortunately. Or Baker Mayfield. But, uh, or Baker Mayfield. Yeah, so that's that's just my, that's my scary good, scary bad. Go Phillies, um, even though... Sorry, John. And uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson is 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 down horrific. What you got? Yeah. So yawn in the morning here. Um, we'll touch on a little bit of baseball and who's going right with that later. Um, I'm gonna start with my scary bad, keeping it in the world of football. This might be a little controversial for this early in the morning. However, I'm not here to discuss. The opinions. I'm just here to talk about what was said after the Jack fact, Del Rio. and that is the fact that Jack yep. Del Rio got fined a hundred thousand dollars for his comments on current political issues. We'll say once again, this is not anybody defending anybody's statements, but I don't like how Ron Rivera came out fined him $100,000 and said, of course you're entitled to your own opinion, but if it negatively affects the team, then you're not entitled to your own opinion. Um, you know, this might have bigger ramifications. They're trying to get a new stadium going, and of course in the Washington, D.C. area, it might be a little controversial to be bringing up things like that and be associated with the team. I get it, but I just... If you're going to listen, if you're going to find somebody and say that you can't say that, whatever. But to come out and say you are of course entitled to your own opinion, but not when it's disruptive. And by the way, we're going to fine you $100,000. That's when I have an issue with it. Once again, nothing with what he said or anything. But if you don't agree with it, I just don't like the fact that it sets the precedent where you can't really say stuff that you want without the ramifications of being fined a hundred thousand no, dollars it's, it's you're right it is 100 percent a social play based on the fact of they are looking for a new stadium dc is one of the most liberal cities in the country and especially after the ramifications of you know the trump presidency in dc and obviously the you know the january 6th come up and, uh, you know, take over, whatever you want to call that event that occurred at the Capitol on January 6th. Regardless of that, um, him calling it a dust-up was not necessarily the best thing to call it, I guess. I And I, and yeah. I understand that. However, $100,000 is steep for a, you know, for him calling... Because even I don't really know what you should really... I mean, a... A, a, a supposed takeover. I mean, it, you can call it whatever you want, but um, yeah. it's one hundred percent coming down to the fact that DC is one of the most liberal cities in the country, and they have to appease the mayor. They have to appease the you know the board. Um, 
you know, the, yep. the whatever the like the city the council, all that kind of stuff. And you know, if not, they push to Northern Virginia. But even still, um, yeah, Northern Virginia is still a, a pretty liberal area as well. So it's it's definitely not the right way that your team wants to come across, especially with the history of the Redskins, and you still have owner Dan Snyder, who's being looked into for different allegations, and you know, there's yeah, just, that's, there's that's just, a whole nother But there's issue. just so much you know, wrong with with the Commanders organization right now, that you can't continue yep. to add to it. So, no, I, I get you. And it, it's definitely not a good look for free speech as a whole. However, it is 100% understandable when you look at their fiscal situation and when you look at their yeah. uh, their plans to move to a new stadium. So I'm with you. Yeah, so like I said, not talking about his comments whatsoever, more so the ramifications of his comments. Scary good. We just saw a man take over, and of course one of us had to be right. And it was me with the Warriors winning. I, I kept this off the record. John will back me up. But I did say Warriors in six when we were all hanging out. But I said seven on the pod just for the um, discourse of it, of you having the Celtics in seven. And I said, you know what, Warriors in seven. Wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did call Celtics or Warriors in six off the record. That's not your scary good. Nonetheless, though. we... No, my scary good is Steph Curry. What? Yeah. What on God's green earth? This man's accounting for a third of his team's points in this playoff series. He's the one that everybody knows needs to put up 40 in order for them to take a chip. They go into the garden in a game six, hostile environment. Celtics are 3-0 and facing elimination games this postseason. And Steph Curry just turns it on like he's done every other game. And... Now he's got his fourth chip, and we're going to bring up the discussion of, does this put him top ten in NBA history? Now, me and you compiled our top ten lists. Yeah. Okay? And obviously, because Steph is going to be on the fringe of ten, maybe eleven, twelve, whatever, I think we should start from the top. And each individually just go through, give our one through whatever. And I think it'd be fun if we go back and forth. Yeah. Because like one, one, two, two, right? We'll see where we line up, where we don't. And we're going to see if this is enough for an hour eyes to put Steph into the top ten. Okay. See, I'll let you start see, off. I don't, know if I, have, your, I don't know if I have oh. an ordered ten is my thing. Oh, Okay. But I do have a top. I okay. do have a top ten. So I'll let you run through yours, and I'll like I'm looking at my list now to see where I would shift guys. Um, okay. But go ahead. You start with one. One. Um. You know. Michael Jordan. It's a coin flip for most people. <laughs> um. I have Jordan number one. Okay. Everybody knows I like Jordan more than Braun, but you cannot deny LeBron's legacy. He's the second best player in NBA history. Third best, I got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Sounds good, the UCLA man. Number four, this is where it depends on what you value in NBA history. I have Magic at my four. Magic Johnson. I'm not pressed. Okay. Magic Johnson. I'm not pressed if there's any other order. Because at this point, I feel like these guys are very similar. Yeah. 
Um, I, and I think they all have incredible legacies. Like they are still they are yeah. still top ten all time. I I currently I I I would probably put I'd probably put Wilt there just because of how dominant yeah, I mean, he was for his era. Um, I yeah. think I think talking Kobe top five isn't crazy. Um, I think talking Kobe top five is very crazy. I am Um, I have Wilt at my five. Okay. So I'm right there That's with fair. you. Um, I don't know who you're gonna stack with your five there I mean, with Wilt at four. I'd probably say Jordan, LeBron, Wilt or no, sorry, Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, Wilt, Magic. I'd probably put Magic at my five. Yeah. Cool. Number six, I have Bill Russell. I also have Bill Russell at my six. Okay. Seven, this is this might be a little early. Might be a little early. But I have Shaq at my seven. I have Tim Duncan at my seven. Okay. I have Bird at my eight. I have mm, I have Shaq at my eight. And then I have Duncan at my nine. Okay. And I have um. Wait. I have Bird at my nine. Sorry. Yeah. So our seven eight nines are just flipped. Yeah. At number ten. Yeah. I have Steph Curry. I have Kobe. I have Kobe. It's just, it's it's have, Kobe Bryant. I have Kobe in my 11. Listen, I have Kobe in my 11. But, to see the greatest shooter in NBA history consistently be so competitive in every playoff series, every finals he's ever been to, and now he's got his fourth chip, I, just, just to me... I love Kobe. Love Kobe. Like I said, he's my 11. But but as far as impact on NBA history goes and legacy goes, I think Curry has him now. I think it's close. I'll be honest with you. I think it's one of those yeah. things where we'll have to see how the careers end. And one of the big things with Kobe is that obviously he had the big Achilles injury. Um, there were other yeah. things that sidelined him. And then after he had the injury, I think that the Bus family realized, like, Huh, we'll never really be able to be competitive with Kobe after he hits like 37. So we're just going to trade away all of his like pieces that we built around him to just acquire young talent. And I think yeah. and part of me thinks that the Warriors are already almost trying to do that but in a much smaller way. Like obviously they didn't like the Kevin Durant thing was not anything that they could control. Um no, that, that was more of an experiment. But luckily, luckily they were in a position to like draft Wiseman. They get Kuminga, um, they get Moses Moody, who are all like top fifteen draft picks but, two years in a row. And those guys, yeah. and those guys did play somewhat of a role in the playoffs. They didn't play much role in the finals because they kept obviously the core is Curry, Clay, Dre, yeah. and then those the other pieces around them, Wiggins who people forget was the number one pick in the NBA draft and was expected to be what people are calling Maple Jordan. Maple Jordan. Yeah, but if you look at if you look at the athletic profile and especially what he showed in the cha- in the cha- in the finals and championships yeah. putting up close to 2020 numbers, that's that's the reason why he was drafted so high, but in the same breath, I don't think that the Warriors are trying to deconstruct around Curry. Like, doesn't matter the injuries that they that they've ever had. They they constantly keep that core together with Clay uh, and Draymond, and that's homegrown talent. 
and then you're going to bring in Poole, Wiseman. Um, oh yeah, Jordan Poole. Peyton, Jordan like, Poole like too. The, like the, these are all guys that that they're homegrown. So yeah, yeah look, they might let go of a Barbosa here or Barbosa. or um, Barbosa. We call him Leandro Barbosa, yeah. a big piece. N- well, he was putting up close to eighteen in in the playoffs that one year. What? And was he not? Am I stupid? Leandro Barbosa. For for whom? Who's who's the little dude that I'm thinking of that then won the chip with the Raptors after? I mean, Leandro Barbosa was the 20... Yeah, he definitely didn't win the chip with the Raptors afterwards. If you're talking about the guy who... Jordan McRae... Oh, not Sean... Sean Livingston is probably... Okay, yeah, no, Sean that. Livingston was kind of goaded. But no, Barbosa was yeah. on that team, and he was a champion on that yeah. team. But he was not. But yeah, I I meant Sean Livingston as far he, as dude. He played in as... one game. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, no. Sorry, but he played I, but in sixty six games. Started one game. He had seven points in that twenty fourteen fifteen season. Um, Barbosa did, but no, he was he was there. He yeah. played minutes. I I had completely forgotten that he was on that team. But no, I just don't look. I think that the I think that Kobe's accolades, and I get that he had Shaq, whatever. I think that Kobe's accolades as a career thus far are still top 10 worthy. Now, if you want to pull somebody else out, if you want to pull, like, I just think that Magic and Bird, even if they're not top three, are still so cemented into that. I think that Russell, uh, like Bill Russell's legacy with the Celtics is so cemented into that. I I just don't, I, I think that the only person, as crazy as it sounds, that you could swap out, I think that Kobe, even, I think Kobe at 10 for me was a little bit low. Um, but Ooh. just because I have Tim Duncan so high, but if you want to take Tim Duncan, like that's the thing is like, oh, that, but that's what I'm saying. No but that's way. what I'm saying. I don't think that Curry has a spot in that top ten yet. Yet, yet. I, I mean, I personally think he does. I mean, I, you look at. I think the accolades of Kobe's are better than 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 Curry's. All right, we're gonna leave that there because I mean, look. Kobe played twenty years. Curry's just not there yet. Curry still has time. I, I yeah, I agree with that. And I think if anything, Curry's just going to keep sliding up the list. Yeah, and also, Curry went to college for three years, and and Kobe came straight out of high school, so Kobe already had a jump start on him. Yeah, and I still think that Curry's matched him, if not barely surpassed okay, him. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, just to round it out, though, we can't forget about Hakeem at 12, Oscar Robinson at 13, KD at 14, and Dr. Eh, J. it's a little close, but Dr. J at yeah. my 15, okay. yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. So, this being a little bit of a shorter episode, we're in the morning, we're going to now talk about the NBA, NBA, oh my god, the MLB All-Star Ballot. Wait, did we not want to do Hater Hype yet? Oh, we got to do Heat or Hype. Yeah. Totally forgot about that. Josh, your hate minute starts now. Okay, so the other day, a post, I, I'm trying to find out where they exactly posted it right now. Uh, it was NFL, the NFL official NFL account posted oh, wow. a video, a reel, about Darius Slay. But I'm supposed to not say Darius. Oh, That's oh, the D word. Because he only goes by big play. Slay or Big Play Slay. You cannot call him Darius. 
Even though in his Twitter name it is Darius Slay, and then his at his <laughs> at is Big Play Slay twenty four. If it was me, and I didn't want anyone calling me Darius because it's the D word, just change your name, dude. Like I don't see yeah. like obviously there's a big struggle to go through and change your whole name, but Chad Ochocinco did it. Meta World Peace yeah. did it. There are multiple examples, and then even, like, um, people adding, like, juniors and, like, people who weren't juniors or people who weren't seniors, like, going through and, like, adding those to to their names over time, like, that stuff happens. If you hate Darius so much, like, Cassius Clay hated Cassius Clay, change it to Muhammad Ali, you know what I mean? Change your name from Darius Slay to D Slay or just, like, you know, do something. But the fact that he he literally corrects every reporter who calls him Darius or refers to him as Darius and says, it's Slay, it's Slay, it's Slay. I just, I don't understand how, and like, I never noticed that when he was with the Lions. I don't know if it's just a change that he's made since he's gone, like, won Pro Bowls and won stuff like that. I wonder if it's like a, like a, like a cocky thing. I just don't understand how if your name is Darius and you don't like the name Darius, if my name was Josh and I hated the name Josh, I would change that, bro. So just, like, don't be a jerk to these reporters who are just trying to be kind and respectful and refer to you as your first name. Like, unless they want you to call him Mr. Slay, like, maybe maybe that's the respect you want, but come on, dude. Be, be respectful. Yeah, there you go. You were on for two minutes there. I wasn't going to stop. Was it really you two going. minutes? <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, shut up, Darius. I also don't get what would be like so wrong with Darius. Unless it's like, but, I don't. He's not like Darius Slade Jr. Like it's <clears throat> not like he hates his dad and he or like he's reminded of that. I, I don't know. Who yeah. Does? Yeah. So my hype train right now is. So I don't really know much about the draft. Josh filled me in on this kid. Well, he's 19? Yeah, bro. Oh, my God. He was born in 2003. Yeah, bro. Jesus. All right. Well, this 6'11 unicorn, Nikola Jovic, from, uh, he's playing in the Serbian League. Or, no, he's playing in the ABA. He is Serbian. 6'11", 223, plays both shooting guard and small forward. At 6'11", bro. What? Bro, he's a late, fir- late first-round selection. But, oh my gosh, I, is the potential there. Yeah, if if you get Luka him, because that's... Oh, the Mavericks are the Serbian team in the league. But, um, yeah, I think he's going to have a really good transition into the NBA he gets boards. He's he needs to put on a little bit more weight, but even then, he doesn't look super lanky. Nope. He's got a really good frame. He looks better really than Chet Holmgren does at his playing weight. Oh, stop, Chet Holmgren. Yeah, I, it's gonna be fun to see them match up as rookies. We're gonna see him probably in the in the World Game, USA versus yeah. the World Game. Um, but yeah, so hype to see what he turns into. Current team, KK Mega Soccer Bet. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, he's a yeah. So I guess that's that. That's my hype train. We'll see what he does. Yo, I I sent you something new on Instagram, according to Sport. When, Track, how recent was uh, this? Like five minutes ago. The okay. top. It's the top, oh new topic. Top new topic. Thirty two salary cap hits for twenty twenty two. Oh. Before you look at this, who do you think the number one cap hit is? 
for 2022? Oh, well, I just I, I just pulled it up, but I, I would have said probably Aaron Rodgers. Okay, you would have said Aaron Rodgers. He's seventh. Did you go all the way to the all the yeah. way to number one? Well, you you sent number one. Oh, oops. So you, yeah. So that was the first thing I saw. Yeah. It's okay. It's but no, that's crazy. It's Ryan Tannehill. I mean, just looking at this whole top ten is crazy. The only they're probably maybe three players that are deserving of of these hits. Kirk Cousins top three at three. Russell Wilson, Jared Goff at four. Russell Wilson tied for twelve. I think the big one that I think is crazy is Leonard Williams is a top ten cap hit for the Giants <laughs> at twenty seven point three. Uh, Carson Wentz is number eight still. Kenny Galladay sixteen. How how is Garrett Bowles on this 21 list? Twenty one mil to guard. Uh, how I think is... that's a. I think that was a resign. Deion Jones at twenty mil at number eighteen for a cap hit. Oh my God! Sam Darnold's up here. DJ Humphreys. Yeah, bro. Bud Dupree at nineteen. What is he done? I mean, nineteen. Bud Dupree. That's a brand new deal with the Titans too. Um, but yeah, no. DJ Humphreys. Zeke is up in here. I think Zeke is the only running back up here, which is still insane and way too high. Don- yeah. Donovan Smith for the Bucks. <laughs> Eighteen point four million dollar cap it. Nuts. But, but yeah, Ryan Tannehill number one. That's disrespectful. Who who thought that giving him thirty eight million dollars this year was a good well, idea? Well, I mean, just signing just signing him. Like yeah, we could talk about made it um, number one in the AFC or whatever. But Ryan Tannehill, we're gonna act like he's the one carrying that team. Well, and the bigger thing too with Ryan Tannehill is the fact that after all, he I understand now what why he was so weird about Malik Willis because if I was making 38.6 mil a year to play quarterback for the Tennessee Titans I'd probably be a little bit defensive too because he's going to be messing with my bag if the Titans were dumb enough to spend 38.6 it's not like his payday is going to go down like it's no the payday's not going to go down but he doesn't deserve it in the first oh place. no it's not at all so he's gone but he's gone after after they get rid of that contract as as they should. Yeah, no, I think I think that's what it's going to take. I like and even looking at the comments. That's I always love just looking at some of the comments on stuff like oh this. Oh my god, yeah. And, that's what I always yeah, do. Um Ryan Tannehill as a 38 mil cap hit is wild. That's number 1. Shout out to Goff's yeah. agent number 2 comment. Ryan Tannehill should yeah. be arrested. For robbery. Wentz for 28 mil makes me sick. Ah, yes. Well-known Giants yeah. receiving touchdown leader, Kenny Galladay. <laughs> um, what name surprised you that wasn't on the list? Yeah, obviously Brady. Yeah. The fact that he's not up there. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with all these uh, Josh Allen and um, I guess potentially Baker Mayfield when when his real contract resets. He's still 25 here making 18.8 still on that rookie deal um but yeah i'd say surprised that josh allen isn't on here makes sense that lamar is after he resigns sam darnold on here is still that's that's got to be racist <laughs> um well yeah i guess for me it, it just mainly not seeing tv 12 on here um not seeing is yeah kyler murray still on the rookie deal yeah 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else, but that that's it for me. Who who's surprising you? No, I think I think Brady's obviously the big one, and I think it's funny that coming back out of retirement too, they didn't have to entice him too much. He just wanted to win that badly that nope. he came out. So that's mine. I know yeah. we we did want to touch on something really quick for John. Yes. Um, and so we've yes. got. Yes, we'll try to get through this as fast as yes. we can. So it obviously um, it ends June 30th, and it's the yes, MLB. It's the MLB All Star ballot. Um, you can vote up the. F- well, that, that's also the first ML. That that's phase one, and then we vote for the starters starting July fifth. Yes. So we've got yeah we've got time, but we wanted to talk about it this week. So obviously there's a couple of there's uh, what we want to do. I'll take American League, you take National League, and we'll run through our picks for uh, okay. the RMLB All Star ballot. So I'll I'll start off. Um, obviously at first base in the American League. You could go with Ty France. I think that he's one of the more clear-cut options. Makes sense. But I'm going to go with Bobby Dalback. Vladdy? No, 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 no. Oh. I'm going to go with Bobby Dalback from, okay. from the Red Sox. I think he's bad. He's got a 614 OPS, and I think that uh, he's right above the Mendoza line. I think that he deserves the credit. He should be in there for the American League. Who do you have for the National League? Yeah, so I guess starting off at first base, obviously the name that comes to everybody's mind is Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there are also a couple of other guys, Josh Bell, Pete Alonzo. But I think if you're not going to go Paul Goldschmidt, the real ah, – you see, this is tough. You see, because all those guys are so close. But I think I'm going to have to go with Pirates first baseman Yoshi, uh, Yoshi Tutsugo. I, he's just been a monster this year, 538 OPS. I don't think I've seen anything like it. Um Second base, we're going to head on over to you. AL, who do you have? Yeah, no, I think if we're strictly going off of second base, I mean, you could say Glaber Torres. I think this is probably one of the weaker positions in the American League. Um, yeah. But, I mean, Altuve's a name you throw out there. But give me Fletcher from the Angels. Um, no home, no okay, home, David Fletcher, no home yeah. runs. It's really truly a testament to the fact that he's just such a good fielder. So give me Fletcher at second yeah. base. All right. Um, yeah, looking at the National League, it's pretty close with with a lot of these guys. Um, obviously, names like Jazz, uh, Chisholm Jr., or Ozzy, you know, come to mind. But for me, it's Nick Madrigal. He's just he's doing it for me <laughs> <laughs> on the Cubs. You know, you never want to have too many home runs. It's just a testament of of how heavy you're swinging your bat. He's hitting two, uh, 222. I think that's going to be it for second base. Short – or no, no, we're going straight to third base here. Um, there are a couple names here that I really like for you, Josh, so let's hear it. I mean, it's, it's close between Rafi Devers and Jay Ram. But give me Yoan Moncada. All right, so you know, come over to the National League. There's some really phenomenal third basemen here: Nolan Arenado, Brandon Dury, uh, uh, um, Brian Hayes, just coming out of the nowhere. Manny Machado, Hayes, yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, give me Joey Wendell on the Mariners. It's the Marlins, uh, bro. Yeah, I think it just makes. <laughs> I think it just makes too much sense. Uh, and then shortstop here. There's there's a clear number one guy on here for me. Um, Javi Baez. Let's see if I agree with you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I think I think for my shortstop here, I need to go uh, Alcides Escobar. <laughs> There's just I, nobody no, on here that makes the sense. The correct answer is Fernando Tatis, who hasn't played all the year. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. I can't believe I Literally forgot about no stats. him. <laughs> God. Uh, Could you imagine being a Padre and you've been playing shortstop for them all year and you're not on the roster because Fernando Tatis <laughs> exists? <laughs> That's so disrespectful. The amount of people who are going to vote for Fernando Tatis just because he is who he is. Now, obviously, John, we're messing with you. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> do this as a segment next week um, and actually give the right answer. Um, which is for yeah. first base, Ty France and Paul Goldschmidt. Um, but we're, yeah, we're going to go through. It's it's tough though. There's a couple of outfielders specifically in the American League. Yeah. Um, the fact that you can only pick three is kind of a um, kind of sucks. Yeah, there's, that's that's. A tough I think one. it's like Trout and Judge are like the the true options. Then there's a couple of guys that you yeah. know that you could be thrown between. Um, but I think another week is going to be good for you know seeing how these guys are playing. Obviously, it's not going to change too much, but I think for at least the outfielder yeah. discussion, it's going to you know cement some players in my mind. Give me Kyle Tucker. Yeah. Oh no, Kyle no Tucker. Kyle Tucker. That's one. Of, that's one of the names that uh, people are throwing out. So uh, it's there. It's like a give me Tucker. It's, it's the it's Trout and Judge is the top two, and then there's three guys, um, and Tucker's one of them that people are kind of torn between yeah. right now for that third spot. So. Yeah, um, obviously, that was not how we actually feel because <laughs> Javi Baez is absolute dog water. He's trash. Um, yeah, yeah. We kept it together for a little bit. Yeah, and then it just it got was, so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, uh, John, we hope you enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, it is. It's almost eleven a.m. on a Saturday, so uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna head off. But we'll catch you next week with our real MLB ballots, our scary goods, our scary bads. Because at the end of the day, one of us has to be right. He's Justin Whitwick. I'm Josh Deal. We'll catch you next week. And it was me with the Warriors.